Hello, and welcome to another episode of the I Love Libby show. My name is Kyle. And I'm Libby. And this show is all about our uh, 15 years of marriage, everything we've learned over the years, all of the fun experiences we've had. And uh, as I've been saying, it's uh, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Uh, so I, I want to start off this discussion today by saying... Um, yeah, I, I think I'm. I think I'm ready to get that tattoo we've been talking about. Oh my gosh, are we gonna talk about this again? Yes, yes. All right. So, you know, I don't want to have that regret of you know here I am. I could be seventy, seventy-five years old and think to myself, you know, I've done a lot of things in my life, but I've always wanted to get a tattoo. You're gonna have regret that you didn't get one. Right. What about the regret that you did get? <laughs> well, you know, it just really depends. I mean, have you ever considered getting a tattoo? Actually, I have. Okay. So what, what would you get? I don't know. Where would you get it? Probably on my back. On your back? <laughs> what would you get? Like, are you going to get, like, like, that little, like, butterfly Pro- over the yeah, shoulder? Yeah, like a oh, butterfly. Yeah, uh... I know. It's so stereotypical. But... Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't have, like, this meaningful, like meaningful thing that I would definitely like oh yes I have to have I have to have that permanently etched into my body isn't, onto my body isn't that like the problem with a lot of you know it's like it, you're going to have something permanently added to your body what are you going to get that's the problem what would I really you don't get? know and when you look around and you see people with a wide variety you know all over their body one person with this wide assortment of stuff and you're thinking wow did, did that one mean something? What about that one? Did that really mean something? Or were you just, like, closing your eyes and pointing in a book? I, you know? <laughs> you wonder sometimes. And I'm not into the, like, oh, maybe I should tattoo your name yeah. on me somewhere. You know, you get or, my name on your on your back? Or all my kids, you know? I just... Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I remember my first uh, thought that, hey, I think I'd like, like to get a tattoo. I was in... I was in high school hanging out with a, a buddy of mine, guy I hung out with quite a bit, and uh, he and I were thick as thieves for the longest time all through high school. Uh, we went to a tattoo convention. You did? Yes. At a, and it was like hosted at this like bar. It was the oh, weirdest wow. thing. Yeah. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. It was like, he calls me up one day. He's like, hey, what are you doing today? And I'm just like, well, actually, it was more like, hey, what are you doing today? Because his voice <laughs> yeah. was so damn deep. It's like, oh, I, I don't know, nothing, I guess. He's like, I'm going to come pick you up. We're going to go to this tattoo thing. I'm like, what what tattoo thing? He's like, it's at this bar. And I'm like, uh, sure, why not? Okay. So we go to this thing, and they've got all these booths set up. So all the all the tables and everything have been stripped How out of this. How big was this bar? It was huge. It was, like a, it was like a country western bar, so it was like a dance floor oh, and stuff. Okay. So it, it was, was one like, of those deals. Yeah, okay. one of those kind of bars. Not my typical scene, but anyway. We were there, and they've got all these booths set up, and they're like all these tables, and you can see all these people showing off their tattoos and whatnot. And I, I, I started thinking to myself, it's like you know, some of these tattoos are pretty cool. I could get that. <laughs> I could totally get that tattoo. But I didn't. Should I have? And you were probably the only two people there that did not already have a tattoo. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, and, and and I think one of the reasons we were there is because. My buddy was always 
you know, whatever the flavor of the month was, it was something that, you know, he would always get this this thought in his mind. It's oh, like, yeah. we're going to do this. Right. We're, this <laughs> is going to be our next thing we're going to do. And it was it always made life interesting, hanging out yeah. with him. Yeah, oh, yeah. But, uh, and he was very, um, he was a rebel. Yeah. yeah. Fly by the seat of your pants kind of guy. He absolutely was. He was, a, he was a, it was a thrill to hang out with. And, um... You know, as a little side story, it's it's kind of unfortunate because it was when I got married, started having kids, is that when we stopped hanging out mm-hmm. because he was still living that lifestyle, right? And we really couldn't. But right. um, nice thing is, is that now he is living that lifestyle too, married with children, sort of sure. thing. And we have reconnected, although that dynamic doesn't exist anymore. No. No, no, of course not. Yeah, no. and, and that's how it works, right? With people you hung out with in high school. Is that you? You can't go and hang out with them later in life once and, you've separated, and, and have it be the same. As it, it it'll was. never be the same. No. Absolutely right. Uh, and, and you know, we went fishing. You know, after not having mm-hmm. seen each other right, for right. ten ten years. Oh yeah. Oh it yeah. was ten plus. It was probably, yeah. We hadn't seen each know, other. Yeah. And it was just kind of like, and it was at first it was kind of awkward because there was all this unsaid stuff between us. Sure. You know, it's like, well, you stopped hanging out with me and, you know, what is, and, and he realized why. And we, we made our peace. Sure. We absolutely made our peace, but it just, we couldn't get back to that dynamic. Isn't that funny though? Someone that you could have just, I mean, you know, they pull up, Hey, well, how's it going? You could, you're most comfortable around someone that you're like the most comfortable, you know, being around. and suddenly it's awkward. I mean, that's a weird feeling. That's. He and I had so much history. He was there for so much right, of my life. Right. He was the best man. He was. At our wedding. He was. I, I, I called him brother. I didn't, I didn't have a brother. Right. You know, I, had, I, have, I have a sister, but I, I had never had a brother. I called him brother. And, and at the time, I really, truly meant it. He and I did everything together. Mm-hmm. Things that I would probably never even talk about. Mm-hmm. That's kind of weird, isn't it? Uh, but no, I it, it just we couldn't get back to that dynamic. But that's okay. It is, but it's still kind of sad it is. when you think it about is. it, you know? When we talk about him, and we talk about your friends too, people that you don't hang out with anymore, people that were part of our gang when yeah. we were dating. Right. And, you know, it, it's fun to look back at those times and reminisce. Oh, I love it. I know. Yeah, talk about the those stories. Those were the best times of my life. I mean, okay, sorry about the last 15 years, but those... <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. It is. It, I guess part of it that kind of works for us is that we we were high school sweethearts. I know that's so cliche. Oh, I know. I know, but we, did, we dated in high school, and it really helps because a lot of the memories that I have... Are my memories too? Are your too. memories too? Right, right. And, and that is really cool because that's when you, I've I've been around people where they you know you have like a dude talking about something that happened and she's like what 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 you know the mm-hmm. fact that we shared that together the fact that I mean we don't have that certain amount of baggage you know oh yeah the baggage yeah, yeah. we don't have that. Is, is that what makes our marriage so successful? It might be part of it. Oh, I think it does. I think it does play a big piece of it because we do, when we talk about, remember back when blah, blah, blah 
because our story is actually very trite. You know, I went to an all-boys Catholic high school. And I went to an all-girls Catholic high school. (laughs) And they were, like, your school was our sister school. Right. And it was very common for my school's boys to date your school's girls. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, it was very common. Actually, I only dated guys from My school, school. yeah. And I only dated girls from your school. That is weird. That is very strange. Mm -hmm. But it worked. Yeah. And... We were just kind of raised, like, like that's... Like, everybody knew that that's what you did. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, my parents... Yeah. Are exactly the same thing. Uh, uh, he, I went to the same high school my dad did, and my mom went to the high school you did. That's true. And they ended up married, and you know That's here they true. are, you know, years and years later, and they're still married. So you know, <laughs> it's it's very it's very strange, but it's a, it's a common tale. I mean, I knew loads of people, guys from my school who married girls from your school. Mm-hmm. So we, and it's funny though, a lot of those they weren't necessarily high school sweethearts you know some of them were even a few grades behind you know each other but for some reason it's like yeah they all ended up pairing up eventually you know well right well i mean we even know uh, a girl you knew uh that that dated uh, and married a guy from yeah i mean it's a very common tale it is it is now the nice thing about that though is that when you talk about stories from your high school past sure there's some convergence there right you, know, you right, knew right. somebody who was involved oh, in that and story. like a play or, or yeah. uh, this it's like you know you knew what was going on at the other school oh yeah so oh, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> we always heard tales of what was going on mm-hmm. at your school in all girls catholic high school those, those things come on didn't really happen some of but... it did come on <laughs> of course you know at an all-boys catholic high school most of those awful stories are true (laughs) you know uh we it was so weird though that actually the spanish teacher at my school uh his wife was was the spanish Spanish teacher teacher at my school (laughs) (laughs) but i took spanish and you didn't no i didn't i took latin but hey you know that's 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 the way things go I don't regret it. Latin's a great language to have known. I don't regret not taking it. (laughs) (laughs) I know they offered Latin because some of the girls that I knew. They did. Yeah, you know, the girls that took Latin. I dated some of the girls that took Latin. Stop that now. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's actually, um, we do hang out with people on occasion that did go to either uh-huh. school with you or school with me or whatever. Right. And, and it's fun to go and reminisce about that stuff. It's a very common uh, subject that comes up when we're all talking. It's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. It is. It's, it's a lot of fun. But, uh, but yeah, it is unfortunate, though, because you build up these relationships all throughout your high school life and then even afterwards into college or whatever, and you can't keep it going. It's very rare to keep it going it is it's very rare i think it is yeah it is very rare um a a very good friend of mine that i have been not only buddies with since high school but also have worked with him Uh uh-huh for i mean and even now today you still i mean right it's been off and on it's not yeah yeah, but you yeah yeah. and we went to high school together i mean we actually met the first day of freshman year we had never known each other beforehand we met we had a class together it was gym class freshman year and we were best buds right afterwards the funny thing is is that he and i only had one other class for four years of high school Uh uh-huh but we hung out all the time isn't that weird 
Yeah. Yeah. It is. It, it is so <laughs> weird. And now he is married to a girl that, that went, went to, to my school. <laughs> and that's funny, though, because they've only been married a couple years. Oh, yeah. It's not like, you know, they, yeah, it's not like they've been, they, it's not like they were high school sweethearts. They barely mm-hmm. even knew the other existed. If, I don't know that they did know that no. each other existed. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of a strange. So even after meeting each other, 15 It was kind of like a When Harry Met Sally thing. It you know, kind of was. You know, we were born in the same hospital on the same day. We, like, went to the same <laughs> school. We lived right down the street from each Never other. and we met. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it really is. But, but what's cool, though, is that by two people meeting each other with that history that was parallel to each other, that suddenly when they do get married and they go and talk about their past, even though they weren't involved with each other back then... There's parallelisms, mm-hmm. things that they know. That is true. Immediately. That is true. Yeah. That's it's helpful. Like, yeah, it really is. And it's kind of cool. And it is very fortuitous how they met each other. Well. How, well, okay. <laughs> you know, we, we played matchmaker. Um, but they do seem to be extremely happy with they each do. other. And, and they're And they're very, you know, they have a child now. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, and they do compliment each other. They do. You know, they were, they were two people who were... Basically, not dating anybody for fifteen years, right? And right. then suddenly we put them in the same room together, I and mean, then poof. Yeah, like yeah. Wow, <laughs> so amazing, so amazing. I mean, I, I've tried setting people up before with great failure. Mm-hmm. Terrible, terrible mm-hmm. things have occurred as yeah. a result of me hooking people up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, just yeah. You were involved too. <laughs> I think I was. You were involved, yeah. Well, you know what though? I, I'm. What are we f- batting five hundred here? You know, it, it's okay. But uh, but yeah, it is weird how you know things. People we hung out. You actually had a, a friend, a, a girl friend, a friend who was a girl, not a girlfriend, but like a friend who was a girl. Uh-huh. That you guys went to high school together, thick as thieves, just like me and my buddy. She was in the wedding. She was she, one of your I, bridesmaids. Yeah, she lives. Down the street from us. Like, we're talking, we're talking like two minutes tops. Yes. If you hit the light, maybe three minutes, okay? Yeah. How many times have you hung out with her since she's moved in and it's been five years plus? Oh, zero times. Zero. I ran into her at the grocery store. Yeah, and how awkward was that? It wasn't that awkward. So why didn't you guys hook up, go out, have lunch together sometime? I don't really know. Well, okay. I I really don't know. (sighs) <sighs> I know. Now, well, see, here's here's the problem. Those folks who we hung out with in high school represent who we were. They 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 that we were we're different people now than we were back then. I know we are. And so we well we are, but we aren't. It, I guess you always kind of feel that you're the same. You haven't changed. You're the same as you were back then, but you have changed. A little bit. Yeah. Enough that it makes things awkward. But see, then they changed a little bit, too. Right. So, and if they changed in a little bit different direction as you, or, you know, and I think, I don't know, it, I think it depends on significant others and all that, too. Well, right. You they know, have an like, yeah. I, I mean, it was different when, you know, my friend was dating your friend. I know. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, you know, may or may not have been the best idea in the world. Let me get my best friend to date your best friend. Isn't that a great idea? It was great for us. It was great. Oh, yeah. You know, double dating all the time. And, yeah. But, hey, you know, best laid plans of mice and men. (laughs) 
Yeah, so, uh, but yeah, running into them at the store or trying to plan something where you get together and, and it is, there's this level of awkwardness. There is. There's just, I mean, and you, what can you do to combat that? I don't really think there is anything. I mean, I guess it maybe if you started hanging out on a regular basis, maybe some of that would go away a little bit, you know. You might not have the same relationship that you had back then, but you might have a new level of comfort. But when you don't know you really don't know anything about their life now, then it's hard to find that comfort level, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and when I got together with my buddy after so many years and we went fishing, it was nice that we were fishing because it gave us something to do. Oh, right. You know, you we don't were want to doing, just sit there and, right, and stare, stare at, at each, each other. other. Yeah, yeah, that was that would have been weird. And, you know, and we've tried so hard to, um, you know, keep in touch with each other, communicate with each other since then. And it's just been very informal and just very... You know, hey, how's it going? Oh, it's good. Yeah, okay. more of just yeah. like an acquaintance kind right, of thing. Which, right. again, it's kind of sad. You know, when you think about the relationship that you did have. Oh, yeah. And now it's just like an acquaintance. You know, like like a co-worker. Like, you know. Oh, yeah. I well, mean, you that's... have co-workers that you are, like, way closer to, in my opinion. I. You know, uh, part of our dynamic in, in our marriage is that uh, you are a stay-at-home mother. And yes, I, I am. <laughs> yes, you are. And I and I go off to work every day. And uh, we have this very Leave It to Beaver Ward and June Cleaver type of setup here, where uh, I go to work and you stay home and do the laundry and play with the kids, play with the kids and take you care know, of the bills, like a daycare and center, all of that stuff, right? But that was the decision that we made. It was the best decision, you know, oh, at yeah. the time, and I guess now, up until now, it. Right. You know, there's no sense in working to pay for daycare, you know. Right. And then and then you're not seeing your kids grow up. It you know, to take my paycheck to to hand to somebody else and then to, on top of that not get to see the kids grow up, eh, that kind of stinks. That so, would yeah. 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 But that's our choice. Right. You know, other people may choose to do something different, and that's fine. I mean, we've got family members who do that, and we've got friends and whatever, and and that's fine. You know, whatever it is you decide to do, this works. Our dynamic, we're happy with it. Right. Absolutely. But um, the kids are going to get older eventually. I know. What are you going to do? I'd like to do something. But what? Well, I know what I want to do, and you okay. know what I want to do. But even, okay, even to have, I'll say, oh, the kids are all in school right now. It doesn't end right there. They're not 18. They didn't move out of the house, okay? And even the couple that are in high school, okay, they, you know, they can handle their homework for the most part on their own. They, they're experienced in that now, you know. They're kind of on their own there. We'll, we'll give them some help here and there, but, you know, they got to, you know... Yeah. Like, learn how, you know. To deal with their stuff. The real world Right, works. exactly. Accept but, responsibilities you know, with the little stuff. kids still, they still need, like, enough guidance. And, you know, I still need to break up the fights. And, I mean, honestly, I still need to put food on the table, like, you know, in the sense of, like, you know, cooking a meal for the kids. I don't know how that would work. I mean, I would love to have my own, to do my own thing. But I feel like I could only do something part-time and... It just wouldn't work. It's still, like, years down the road. And it's kind of depressing because I feel like, I kind of feel like burnout sometimes, you know? Have you ever felt like I have stifled you from doing what you want to do? No. You haven't stifled me. I mean, you've you've 
knocked, you know, like my interests. But okay, did, did... I mean, it just flat out wouldn't work. It would not be worth all of the. I'd have to sacrifice a lot. Like, and it would it'd be too stressful. For for the sake of the audience, um, what exactly do you want to be when you grow up? I I would like to be a funeral director when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> People are going what? Okay, let let's let's take it back uh, the time machine back a few years here. Um, why why do you want to be a funeral director? I think it's your fault. It is my fault. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> one of the things that is a struggle throughout a, a long-term relationship or a marriage is that you get to a point where you struggle to find the right gift for your significant other. And you try to find things that are going to not just be unique, but be relevant to what they like. And uh, something that you and I have always enjoyed has been Ghost stories, horror stories, uh, bizarre, crazy, I, freaky yeah, I'm things. Into, yeah, well, I just I'm into the nonfiction. I'm not into right. the right. fantasy kind of stuff. So yeah. I read the true crimes. <laughs> I read, um, you know, all the forensic, you know. Right. So I actually uh, was driving home from work one day. It was a rather lengthy commute. And uh, the radio, uh, the talk show host was AM radio. Uh, was interviewing the author of a book called Will They See Me Naked or something does like that. that. Mean, I think it's, does that mean you're going to see me naked? Right. I haven't actually pulled the book out in, you know, Yeah, a while, but that but, was a book yeah. that I bought you. It was it was about a, a coroner or a funeral director. It's a funeral director. Yeah. Local. Right. Yeah, he was local. He was, he was from our town. And he was talking about, you know, the fears that people have about after you're dead, what happens to your body and all that stuff. And the... The interview intrigued the heck out of me. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh man, this would be a really fun book to get Libby. And I was ecstatic. Yes. I was fascinated. I could not put the book down. I remember. So as soon as I finished, I'm like, are there other books like this out there? Mm-hmm. You know, and indeed there are. There are lots. <laughs> and so I, you know, yeah. slowly have, you know. You have read found, so I've many I've read books. so many. And I've, you know, topics, you know. Similar, you know, really related topics, and I, I, yeah. I actually worked with a girl who was in school That's for. Right. That's yeah. right, you did. Yeah, and and, and she, she sent home her textbook. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> so you could see and the textbook. Like, do you still want to do this? Yeah. And I and I still did. <laughs> and, and, and here's the deal, I don't. I, I do support you because it's something that you seem to be passionate about. I'm not the sit behind a desk kind of girl. No, you're not. I like to get. My hands into dead people. <laughs> like to get them dirty, good and dirty, up to my elbows and anything, anything that's you know. No, I know, I know, and and, and that's fine. I just I couldn't get over the fact for the longest time I couldn't get over the fact that that out of out of every profession you could pick and get your mind set on that was the one you picked. Absolutely. Dead people. Dead people. You're okay with that. Absolutely. I just, just, and and it's, it's, I I wouldn't expect you to understand. Well, sure. And again, I've done way, way, way more research than you will ever, will ever care to do. Very well versed in it. Yes, you are. I haven't been scared away. 
Well, and, and so what's going to end up having to happen is you're going to have to go to school. Uh-huh. And that's where, I, you know, I wish that I was fresh out of high school and didn't have any other responsibilities. I just, yay, mom and dad, I'm going, you know, they'll, you know, go you, wherever you want. You know, do whatever you want to do. And Do you think your mom and dad would have, like, balked at the idea of you wanting to be? They probably would have go. Oh, Lib, are you sure you want to do that? <laughs> <laughs> well, you really want to deal with dead people. But would they have said no? No, they wouldn't have I said no. Oh, they would not have said no. But I definitely would have heard the, oh, Lib, are you sure? Maybe you should really, um, you know, think about something else. Or, um. Hey, you know what? We see people, we know people who have degrees upon degrees upon degrees. And they are miserable with their right. lives. Because they didn't know what they wanted to do when they were 18 years old. Or, well, hell, you were supposed to figure it out even a couple years. You know, like, when you're 16 or 17, you're supposed to know what you want to do for the rest of your life. So, yeah, how, I didn't how does, know. How does an 18-year-old, or let's even go back further, because you almost have to know beforehand, how does a 17-year-old right, that's what know I, yeah. what they want to do with their lives? How do, how do they know? They don't even know who they are yet. No. How do they know? It is kind of a crazy thought when it you is really insane. think about it. Yeah. I mean, And it's know. no wonder every Tom, Dick, and Harry is bitching about their job, you know? Yep. Because they got that degree. They said, what can I do with this? They took it, and they're just, you know, crawling through. <laughs> right, right. They're just bearing life. Yeah. Because that's what, you know, the cards that they decided to use. There are so many people in the world right now who have a degree, and then they work in a field that is unrelated to their degree. Oh. That's terrible. That's like it, a common it's story. It's terrible, but it's so, 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 so common. Yes, yes. You know, it, it's it's a tough thing because what do you want to be when you grow up is a question that you can ask 40-year-old people, and they still can't answer it correctly. I mean, what do you want to be when you grow up? Mm-hmm. Is the question you ask children? Oh, you know, a six-year-old's going, I'm going to be, be a ballerina. ballerina. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. It's true. I want to be a fireman. I want to be a ballerina. I want to be a doctor, a lawyer. I want to be something magical like Superman. And I mean, I'm sure it does yeah. happen, though, where people oh, d- sure. do know yeah. and they are legitimately happy the rest of their life. Just kind of like, you know, just kind of like our 15-year marriage. It's yeah. like, how many people do actually marry their high school sweethearts and have a great relationship? Not only stay married, but are happily married. Right. You know, it's few and far between. Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, Put a giant asterisk at the end of ours yeah. because it's an anomaly in the statistics. It book. is. It is. Yeah. So I'm sure there are people out there that knew exactly what they wanted to do and are still happy today. I, but... I don't know. I want to meet one of those people. I do, too. I want to meet somebody who knew exactly what they wanted to be their whole lives. They actually became what they wanted and to be. And are happy and, and are satisfied, happy. couldn't be happy. Yes. Yeah, just. I, I'm, I'm sure they exist. Oh, I'm sure they do. But we don't know any. I don't know a single person. I don't either. And because, you know, there were, there were a few, too. Lots, again, not just a few. A lot of people we know who got halfway through knew they just... They, Oh, this isn't what I want to do, but mm-hmm. I'm already halfway through. If I change my major now, I'm going to be in school forever. So let me just finish it. I'll just finish it. Or their parents encourage them to just finish it. Oh, but you're halfway done. Just finish it. Okay? That's, 
yeah, yeah, we've heard that. We know people personally Again, that yeah. yeah that are like that. Mm-hmm. It's like just get just get the degree mm-hmm. because that the, just uh, what is uh, so overdone. And people say just have that piece of paper, uh-huh. just have that diploma. That's a very expensive piece of paper. It <laughs> when, is when yeah when you're not sure. You know, I, I have gone through several professions while we've been married, mm-hmm. and I still don't know what I want to do when I grow up. Well, <laughs> I have passions. You do. I have things that are that may pan out to be something great and amazing, but realistically, I, I, I can't answer that question of what I want to be when I grow up. I don't. The, I guess the problem is, is I don't want to grow up. Oh. Maybe that's you know a big piece See, of it. See, I feel like I. I'm finally ready. To, no, I'm finally <laughs> ready to go. No, it's not that. I just, I, I do want to do something for me. And I don't, not in a bad way, but I really want to have, like, one of my passions lived out. Like, I want to, everything that I'm interested in, I just have to dream about, you know, from, you know, behind a book or, you know, like, look at it from the sidelines. Because... I right now am mommy. Let, and let, let 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 me ask you a question because there's a word here that I think if somebody was listening to this, uh, a woman, uh, a married woman who may feel like you do, may be thinking of the word regret. Oh, oh. Do we want to go there? <laughs> we, we do, you know what? You know, for the sake of defining, because the last thing I want everybody to do is when they listen to this is, oh, wow, we can really hear the regret in her voice. <laughs> uh, explain yourself. Well, do I wish that, yeah, I had, I was bringing home the bacon? No. I don't care. Do I wish that, yeah, I, okay, I just wish that I was doing something for me. But it's not... I wouldn't have said that 15 years ago. 15 years ago, I thought that, okay, being mommy was, that was just fine. Like, I didn't think that I needed to do anything else. I didn't, I didn't know or think that I should want something else. And that was fine. But 15 years is a long time. And our kids were kind of spread out. You know, the two, the the two oldest are only 14 months apart, but then we've got like a five year gap and then like a five and a half year gap. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of nice because I was able to like see them through their baby, you know, years and like enjoy each of them. I I know the first two were like, like again, like almost like twins. Right. But, you know, I was able to enjoy the last two, you know, without like having baby on top baby, you know, I could really enjoy each of them till they like went to school almost. But at the same time, it was like, oh, gosh, it really, like, it was like starting over twice in a way. And now I've got kids in high school, and I've got, like, a toddler still. So, you know, it's, I'm just kind of thinking, oh, my gosh, like, I, I want to do something for me. I, did, I didn't really answer the question about the regret. Like, it's, I didn't know. Like, well, okay, let me, let me ask you this. If I had known... I don't. Let me let me ask you this. Let me let me because it's a very common tale for people to get married and have children and suddenly feel a level of regret that uh, I'm not fulfilling myself. 
I didn't. I didn't fulfill my own personal. Yeah, needs. I mean, okay. Do I feel that a little bit? Sure. Okay. I mean, do I still have time to do that? Technically, yes. But a lot of people say, "Oh, well, I will. I will go back to school." And I. But a lot of people don't. But it's still something that I really want to do. But I don't know how the years are gonna, you know, go. I, I still have a few more years before I can even remotely think about this this is a newly found feeling though you didn't feel this way 10 years ago five years ago oh five might be close we have well, been talking course, about this we, for a yeah couple i years. don't know yeah. i don't know and it's like well you've got a kid under three and you were talking about this five years ago but <laughs> uh... it's okay to have that feeling it is. It's absolutely but see, okay. Had I had this big career and like we put the kids on hold, you know, would I regret not having the kids soon? Ah, yeah. Or you know, like you know, you hear about the people. It's like it's like oh, you know, I'm gonna wait till the perfect moment to have kids, and then all of a sudden it's like oh, well, why why can't we get pregnant? Why why can't I have a kid right now? I waited and waited and waited till the perfect moment, but suddenly oh, it was too late or something like that. So like, talk about regret there. Right. Okay. I didn't want to have that kind of regret. At least I can go back to school, right? I mean, yeah, I can. absolutely. You know, and I, it's like, a part of it's like money. You know, if I could just, if I could afford like a live-in nanny, you know, not that I wouldn't want to spend enough, you know, a lot of time with my kids. I would still want to spend kind of time with my kids. But if I had someone to do all the crap work, you know, the cleaning up, the, you know, cooking, even though I do love to cook. Yeah. Um, but still, you know, it's still technically a chore sometimes. So, you know, I might be able to, like, pursue this earlier. But, you know. Well, you can't have both. Nope. You cannot. No. I, yeah, I brought this up with you. I'm like, is there anybody who has truly both of those things? I did, like, no. mention that, like, not that long ago. No. You know. No, there's a trade-off. So, okay, you either, you're either a mommy full-time or you're a professional full time. See, I know. And I feel like if I had the dream job now, if I could just blink my eyes and, you know, be trained, qualified, you know, overnight, I might for a while, you know, just, just that's all I'd want to do. You yeah. know, I would be like, see you guys. <laughs> like right, I'm right. I'm at work now, you uh-huh. know. But I think it would get to a point where I was like, Oh, I missed out on this or I didn't go to get to go to this game and you know, and it would it would probably get to me there. So, yeah, I mean, where do you find that happy medium? I don't know. There, there are people who, well, let's just give an example of, hi, I'm a professional, I'm married, we decide we want to have kids, and so I take off my six weeks of maternity leave and I have my child. And now I have to decide what I'm going to do next. Am I going to put my child into... Um, I almost said foster care. <laughs> into into child care. Uh, and then work. Still yeah. work my full time and then play the who's going to pick up little yeah. Billy. Yeah, I, I know a lot care. of people. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. And you ask them, it's like, did, you know, what did you miss? What did you do? What do you know? Were you there for the soccer games? Were you there for the spelling bees? Were you there for the... And, and some moms we're able to get a job that accommodates that sort of thing. And I think that those are the moms that are probably the most happy with the outcome. But again, but that's very are, they, rare. are they working the job that they want to do? Just because the job accommodates, you know, 
right. soccer no, games. Right. They're just bringing home and, a paycheck. Right. That's yeah. what I mean. Well, and some families I need to do that. I don't want to just work a job. I want to work a job that I want to work. Absolutely. I want it to be more than just a job. I want it to be a passion, too. And, like, I mean, don't laugh because people I'm laugh not, when, no. when, when certain people say that. And... No, you know what? When you, we have been fortunate that our dynamic works, where you get to stay home and I have to go off to work. I said have to, but no, it, it, that's the way it works. You know, we have always had that very leave it to Beaver lifestyle, and it has worked for us. But if for some reason I couldn't work or I wasn't making enough money for that type of dynamic to work, you would have to have to do something else. You'd right. have to go out and right. get a job, right. and at that point, right. it would. It would almost empty out the amount of fun and enthusiasm we have in our family. I mean, I, we do I, really have. I agree. Yeah. It would definitely drain us, I think. I think that's one of the reasons why we've been happy for so long yeah. is that we do take the time. And I don't even know if our kids even realize. They don't. No, if, they don't. If it weren't that way, if it weren't the way it is now, and, you know, I couldn't sit there and play Scrabble with them during the summer, like, on any given day. I don't, yeah, they, I don't think that they even realize what they would be missing out well, on. Well, they don't you know? know it any other way. But they, right. They don't know any other way. Right, every right. every child grows up thinking, oh my God, my life, my family life sucks. But uh-huh. you can't, they well, don't know the I other mean, way. I mean, there have been times where they've, like, said they appreciate it. Like, and I, you know, cook a nice meal every night. Not every night. But I, for the most part, cook a nice meal. And I was, yep. I've been trying all kinds of crazy things over the years and just... We've really done. I mean, because I like to cook too, right, so that right. helps. It really helps. Right, but I, yeah. I mean, the kids are like, yeah, you know, we talk to the kids at school, and they're like, oh, I'm so excited. Last Sunday, my mom cooked a meal. Like, oh, we haven't had a home cooked meal in like two months. I'm, Isn't my kids, are, my kids are like, oh, we have one every night, and they'll go to school and say, oh, we had this last night and this, and the other kids are just like, flabbergasted. it. Like, we, they cannot understand, and I don't think it's all that crazy I, I don't think it should be all that crazy it should not be children should not think it weird that my kids get a home-cooked meal every night but look at the way the world works right now we have families where the mother and father both mm-hmm, work mm-hmm. and the food is just an afterthought mm-hmm. we have designed our family to have it be a priority to mm-hmm. sit down as a family unit and have a meal together. Right. And I mean, in my again, leave it to Beaver. Yep. Back to the leave it to Beaver. Absolutely. And and it's so it is so unusual to maybe have I that. Start sort wearing. Of, maybe I should just start wearing a dress and heels in, around in, the house. In the pearl on, necklace. The yeah. Pearl. And I'll come home and I'll put my hat up. on Honey, I'm home. And drop the briefcase on the. I think maybe. You think we should do that? It would be weird, though. I mean, it's like, can I have my pipe and my coffee, and I'll be in, I'll be in the veranda having a glass of brandy. No, it's it's just really weird, though, because it is unique. I mean, I don't know another couple or another family. It, it, it's got to be few and when far between. When we were growing up, that still existed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I knew families like that. I mean, I know your yeah. mom worked, but, I, I mean, my mom didn't work. She would have... Once we got a little bit older, she had, like, a part-time job. But, I mean, it was just for, like, funny money. You know, I mean, like, she was still, like, a stay-at-home mom. And so I grew up with, like, a home-cooked meal every night. And I just thought, well, that's what I, that's the way I grew up. You know, I'm going to do the same thing. I didn't think, I didn't realize that so many people (laughs) didn't do that and had peanut butter and jelly every night. Yeah, that's not how I grew up. I grew up very different. I know you did. But that's okay. I know. That's okay because I 
you know, both of my parents worked sometimes two jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we were, for lack of better terms, latchkey kids. My sister, my younger sister, and I. I know you probably and shouldn't even say some of the stuff. Well, wow. <laughs> it, it, but it's true. But you know what it taught me? It taught me self reliance. It taught me skills. That I don't know if our children are going to end up with. And I wonder about that sometimes well, because our children are so, like, pampered. No, I think you're taking it a little bit too far. I really? think you, I think you were a little bit of an extreme case. Well, I, not, not. It kind of makes me sad when I think about little tiny you and I. But it wasn't like. Unlocking the door. No, but it's okay. I mean, like I said, I feel like I am a stronger person as a result of that. That's great. I just. Well, the things were different ki- back then. I, I things were different back safety. then. Yeah, they were a lot different back then, and I don't, I don't ever look at my parents and go, "Oh my God, that was terrible for you to do that," because I didn't know any better. And to be honest, I, I'm glad that they did it because I do feel like I have a little bit more of. I felt more responsible than a lot of the people, my contemporaries. You know, I was. Always, I'm sure you did because I don't think well, there was another kindergartner that was well (laughs) come on now no but i do worry about our children i wonder about our children and are they going to have the the right skill set to be able to take care of themselves i mean we have a child who's going to be driving soon or at least of legal age to do so (laughs) Uh, i I should say Uh, no it, it scares me though because you know our children do and say things that i'm like are you not paying attention oh, it is scary. to it's what's super going duper on. Scary. It is so scary. They're so oblivious to the real world. And they they just say and do the dumbest things, but were we were we that dumb? Pro I probably We might have been I don't know. I don't know. I, I really I, don't know. I think faster than I speak, but uh as a yeah, as a kid, like I don't know. I was pretty um my mind was going pretty strong. <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I, I felt like I was more mature. Really? Because I can tell some stories. Uh, I can tell some stories that would lead our audience to believe otherwise. What year are we talking? Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. But no, seriously, if you think about the stupid decisions we made when we were kids. Stu- knowing it's stupid and doing it anyway. Or just Oh, that's being even worse. We well, made the conscious decision to do something stupid. Is it worse? Yeah. Or is it- <laughs> Well, okay. But in here is where uh, like helicopter parents and things like that really bother me. You know what? What, 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 is, my, what is my mantra about teaching things to children? Okay. Some things can be th- taught. Um, right. Others must be learned. And you are going to make mistakes. As a parent, you have to let your child make mistakes. And then learn from them and hope and pray that they're not too bad of a mistake. But, well, I was going to say, you know, I'm not just, uh, I'm, I'm going to be watching from the sidelines. And if I see someone about to make a huge mistake, I'm not going to just let them that make that mistake. Well, right, right. But at the same time, you know, that little kid that walks over and, you know, thinks he's going to put that penny in the light socket or something no, like that. I would never let him. <laughs> see, you know what? It's like, oh, yeah. Bzz, oh, that hurt, didn't it? But yeah, you, know you won't do that again. I never did that. Oh, I, I did. I... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how uh, my many parents times said, do not do that. You will yeah. get electrocuted, and I never did it. But how many times have you seen a child be told by their parent, don't do that, and they look at them, and they laugh, oh, I see and then they the do it. 
I think that's what's oh. wrong with um, the world today, oh, honestly. Oh, yeah. Children, you know what it is? And here's the problem with those types of parents. Their children don't fear anything. They don't have that, any that fear. Is, that's there's, dangerous. There's no discipline because they don't fear the discipline. They don't fear, uh, you know, I've spanked our children. I have spanked them. But you only have to do it once. Then they know that there's that possibility yeah, but, in know, the future. That's like that's a whole. Oh, I don't. It. I don't even care. <laughs> I don't even care. You have to, because now they know that that's a possible outcome to a bad choice. Mm-hmm. They they it, you know whoa go sit on a stool in a corner. Well, time out. The problem with the timeout, which I I have observed, or observed is that here sit on the stool for timeout. They jump right off. All those parents that do that, not all those parents, I'm sure, but, you know, they jump right off the stool, and then they don't put them back on the stool. Uh-huh. So what good did that do? You know, the the common line is, well, there's no book on how to be a good parent. There's no book. And, and really, there could never be a book, because you have to cater your parenting to whatever type of child you have. There, you know, it, you could be the perfect parent. Oh, and parent. that brings up, like, the subject of, like, nurture versus nature and, kind yeah, of thing. But, you know? uh, it, yeah, but, you know, there so are So you're certain, saying that, you know, well, each you got to take each kid each individually. Kid. You cannot parent. It, you know, how many times have you seen a family of, like, four children, and it's like, wow, three of the four kids are fine, but that one is just really messed up. How could that person have turned out like that? You're how could right. yeah. how could one child out of a group of four all raised by the no, same parents right. in the same you're house right. and one of them acts wonky? Right. You know why? Because you can't parent every child the same way. Some kids are going to naturally obey. Others are not. And maybe that's the nature aspect of it. Maybe yeah. there's a genetic switch. Oh, I think there's a little, a little bit of yeah. that. Yeah. I, I believe nature versus nurture. No, it's nature and nurture. Mm-hmm. It's both. It always has been. and And so... You know, I look at our children. We don't parent all of them the same way. We treat no. some of them a little differently because they need that extra little push Definitely. in some capacity. Definitely. I don't know. And they and each kid change. You know, they go through things where, like, the kid that's always good all of a sudden starts being acting a little odd and needing a little bit extra um, push, you know. Yeah. So, I don't know. Well, and, and it's there. There is no right or wrong answer, and and really, all we can ask for is that our children don't end up going out and getting a stupid tattoo, <laughs> because that's that's really the thing. I mean, we we've talked about it. it's like you see these kids with these gauged ears and tattoos on their face, right? And and, and, right. and I keep coming back to it. Nobody's ever going to vote for you for president. Yeah. It it, it really is truly an unfortunate it's thing. True. Life decisions. I- so maybe I'll uh, hold off on uh, getting my tattoo. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You know, I, I don't have any How piercings. How long will it be before you bring this up again? I don't know. It could be, uh, I don't know. It, it could be a couple months. could be a couple years. But, um, you know, I guess I could, at, at any given time, I could decide to run for office. And I guess I don't want to have a. Well, where would you want to put your tattoo? Well, see, that's the thing, is, and that's one of the reasons why I still don't think I'll, I'll, I'll probably ever get one is my indecisiveness. I don't know where I'd put it. I don't know what I'd get, and because I actually had it in my mind, I knew exactly what I was going to get and where I was going to put it, and then suddenly I saw six people 
over the course of like a couple years that all had that exact tattoo Wait, in the same you spot. Were talking like yeah. you wanted something so unique to like yep. that you were designing it on your own and that's you suddenly you saw six people with it? Well, it was similar to something that really? I wanted. Yeah, and all of a sudden I realized how bad of an idea it was. Wow. Yeah. But see and that's the thing. Thank goodness that I had the forethought to think about it before I made that decision. Because I regret, uh-huh. I would have had a major amount oh, of there's regret. there's that word again. It is. It is. But the regret happened afterwards, or would happen afterwards. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm 70 years old and I still haven't gotten my tattoo, I might have a level of regret. Then again, if I had gotten it, but I might have had regret true. that I did. True. Now, if you wait till you're like 70 years old, you only have to live with it. You know, how how, old, how well, long are you planning on living, by the way? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but, but regret is a relative term. You always have something that you can regret. If I get a because, bad, right, if I get you a don't bad know tattoo, until you've done or absolutely. been there. Or, yep. If I get a bad tattoo, I'll regret that. If I never got one at all, I'll regret that. It's kind of depressing. No, it's not. It's well, a, it regret is, is a very common, normal, natural, healthy response. There's nothing wrong with regret. Regret is you trying to figure out what your life would have been had you taken the other path. There's nothing wrong with it. It's good to think about it. It's natural and it's healthy to think about it, but you can't dwell. The people who Uh, dwell on regret are the ones that are really messed in the head. Sure. Those are the ones that go and try to recapture. They go to try Uh, to recapture the life that they thought they could have had. It never works out. Sounds like a movie I've seen. It sounds like a lot of people I know. Well... So, but, you know, it's good that we brought all this together, though, because I really think that, you know, this is a good, healthy conversation to have. And these are the kind of conversations that we have on a daily basis with each other. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's what uh, keeps our relationship going and healthy. So uh, we'll continue to do episodes of the I Love Libby show. And uh, we're going to try to work on getting a uh, website together and uh, maybe a Twitter and uh, I don't know. Do you want like a Pinterest or something? I, you told me. I, do I have a? I have a Pinterest. Oh, well, you account? have a personal Pinterest. I mean, for the no. show. This oh, is your no. show. Okay, okay. This is your show. Should the uh, show have one? What do you think? Should we sign get get the show a Pinterest account? You could pin know. like recipes and stuff and mommy That's true. mommy things. Oh, relationship Breast, breastfeeding help. and breastfeeding. No, Wait, yeah. what's that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're gonna go ahead and wrap up. Uh, this episode, but uh, we want to encourage everyone to keep listening as we uh, delve into our life and our marriage and the pursuit of happiness. Thanks for listening. Thanks.